Hello and welcome back to Unmuted Unmastered, the internet's most intelligent music podcast. Today I'm joined by James. Hello. And Joe. Hello. Special guest. And we're going to be reviewing the record by Boy Genius. But before we get into that, what's in the news this week, James? This week is a bit of a sad one. Ryuichi Sakamoto has died at age 71. We, uh, well, if you don't know him, he was very famous for being part of the Yellow Magic Orchestra um, a while back, but he's also done a lot of solo work. Um, he's done some films, scores, The Last Emperor, The Revenant, a Black Mirror episode, apparently, and uh, recently um, Snake Eyes, which is actually a very recent release. Um, he did some music for a film called Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, which he also acted in. And he also was in Madonna's music video for the song Rain, which was interesting. Um, but obviously he's most known for his um, well work with the Yellow Magic Orchestra, but it's also his, um, his solo work. Um, we actually reviewed his uh, album 12 earlier on in the year. And I think it, I'm not going to lie and say it was our favorite album of the year, but I think we all agreed that it felt like a really personal album to him because it was written in his recovery from cancer. Um, and yeah, I think that's a great last piece of work that he had um, before he left. So yes, it's sad news, but he's had such an impact on music uh, musical scores, film, and Yellow Magic Orchestra are just fantastic. So, yeah. I felt, oh, obviously I was really sad when I heard the news, but then I also felt really guilty because, yeah, his album is currently bottom mm. of our rankings. And I felt awful because I was like, it, it was like you said, James, we all agreed that it's a really beautifully intimate album, but it is just like staring at me from the bottom of the rankings and I feel really bad about it <laughs> um but yeah it is really really sad news and a real loss to yeah I guess like the music industry and also the film industry I did not know how much film he'd actually been in um yeah. as well as like scoring which is quite cool yeah I think it's also good great to say that even though the album was on the bottom is at the bottom of our list right now it's if you are a fan of him already um, and that type of music, I'm sure it will be it's probably the album of the year for some people because, yeah, it felt really personal and it's a great sound if you want that sound. Yeah, it is a, it's a really beautiful album. It's also that the albums we've reviewed so far this year have all been so good. Like the, the bar is really, really high. Um, but yeah, it's... I'd recommend checking it out. But yeah, very sad news. On to this week's album, which is the record from Boy Genius, which is a supergroup made up of Julian Baker, Phoebe Bridges and Lucy Dacus. So this is their debut full-length album following on from their self-titled EP. This album comes in at 42 minutes and 13 seconds. It's made up of 12 songs 
and was published by Interscope Records on March 31st. It was recorded at Shangri-La Studio in Malibu in January of last year. And it was announced alongside the release of three lead singles, each led by a different band member in a similar fashion to the promotion of their EP. So we had $20 by led by Julian Baker, Emily I'm Sorry, led by Phoebe Bridges, and True Blue, led by Lucy Dacus. Each of the singles are led by one of the members and that's reflected in a lot of the album as well but there are also a lot of elements of the album which have that kind of clear crossover. So let's get into some general thoughts on the album before we delve in deeper to each track. James, what did you think? I found this album very, really pleasant this week. I think the vocals were really, really nice, really well executed and... You could really feel emotion from them throughout the, the whole album. I don't think there was any point in the album where I thought all oh, the vocals could have been better. They felt really raw, but they also felt, yeah, crisp, delicious, and emotional. I thought the way they harmonized with each other, how the vocals overlapped, was done really well. And I think the the main thing that this album leans on is the lyrics because the lyrics are wonderful. There's no point where it's like, well, that was a bit cheesy. That was a bit um, insipid. They all kind of meant something. Um, And I really appreciated that. But that goes towards my point, which I didn't like so much, was that it really focused on the lyrics so much. Um, And I felt like it lent on that a lot. But for me, and I'm really contradicting myself because in in the past and throughout my my life, I'm like, oh, the lyrics should mean a lot and like they, they, they should be the main focus of an album. But for me, this album just didn't excite me as much as I wanted it to um, because it just didn't have that dynamic range. It didn't have those really high points and those low points. It was mainly in that like kind of low chill zone or like kind of moody atmosphere, which I enjoyed and I enjoyed those lyrics um, that it brought with it. But maybe it wasn't the week for me, but it just didn't excite me as much as I wanted it to. But yeah, the vocals were lovely, and I think that that's really a massive point for this album. Um, and I am a big f- fan of the three of them, and I think they really, three of them really brought their game to this album. Um, but I just wanted a bit more oomph. Jay, what did you think? Uh, I I did quite like it. I, I preferred it to their first release. Uh, I know that was just their debut. I think they sounded... I mean, you'd hope they'd sound slicker on it because they've had a few years now to work together. So I did... Um, I I did feel that it, it, they've improved on that. And the sound was slightly better as well because their first, their first sort of EP was quite... Um, it, it just... It sounded like they basically just met up and decided to do some songs together. Whereas this one, there was a lot more planning into it and you could hear it being produced more and that... Um, 
there was a sort of a more distinct sound to it as well. Like it wasn't quite folky, but some of the songs had that feel rather than just sounding like the sort of indie they'd written previously, um, which is quite nice because the one issue I had with them previous to this was that I think they sounded better as individual artists and I liked them as individual artists. And together it wasn't they sounded bad, but that there was nothing really new. Whereas on this one, there was sort of, it, it had a more distinct sound, which is I think the main positive I took away from it. Um, that being said, my favourite songs on it were the ones when they were sort of leading the vocals themselves rather than the ones where they all sang together. Um, I'd agree with James that I think a lot led on the vote, a lot lent on the vocals because whilst there were some songs with quite sort of with with main musical elements, some of the songs it was nothing more than one or two guitars and it was clear the focus was on what they were singing and the lyrical content, which I do generally like, but at the same time there's... Um, you can rely on it too heavily and almost sound like you've not actually done much, sort of really not written much music and you're kind of almost relying on the poetry of the lyrics. Um, overall, I did like it. I thought it was I thought it was a good album. I thought it was a good debut album. I'd still say I prefer them as individual artists, but um, it was a good listen. I listened to the entire thing through. I've listened to a few of the tracks since. And yeah, it's definitely on my list to listen to more. Yeah, I think I agree with the, both of you that for me those vocals were stunning and I loved that focus on lyrics just because I find that really interesting and I always really enjoy good lyrics and I thought there were there were tons of them in this album there were loads that I noted down but I was yeah kind of wanting more sonically I guess um I think like there's definitely a couple tracks where I feel like it really plays into the song the fact that there's very stripped back instrumental or if it is just like entirely vocals we'll touch on them in a little bit and I think yeah it works in those instances but there are definitely tracks where I kind of wanted more from the actual music side of it and I didn't get that so there wasn't that same kind of yeah like you're saying that kind of range within the album I do think that it is definitely more mature than their EP and there is more cohesion within this record in terms of themes across the tracks and there are particularly there are kind of lyrics that are not repeated necessarily but mirrored in that there are very similar things in multiple tracks um, and I really enjoyed that I enjoyed when there's that kind of cohesion across across the board but yeah it was one where I kind of felt like there could have been so much more that they did particularly coming from like independent individual music careers themselves I know that their music isn't necessarily like that dissimilar as solo artists but I do think that they could have really done something quite special about bringing all of their influences together and creating something quite wholly unique so I've really gone on a rant as though I didn't like the album I did I really enjoyed it I know it's one that I'm going to listen to again and again but I, I kind of just wanted something more from them I think also because I know that like the potential was there like there were certain tracks where you got more of that kind of rock percussive element or more tracks certain tracks where it lent more into the folk side of things and I kind of wish that they'd push the boundaries of them a bit more and just kind of really lent into those different influences and really embrace them so that the album felt more filled out I guess that being said like 
they do rely heavily on the vocals and the lyrics and the vocals and the lyrics are really strong. So it's not that they've relied on them and those are terrible. So it just ends up being a bad album. Like it is still a really good album, but it is purely on the strength of those factors rather than it being the whole thing. If that makes sense. Um, on that note, I kind of wanted to touch first on the opening track because it is it, it kind of sets the tone for the album in that way in that it like immediately plunges you in with these gorgeous vocals these really stunning harmonies and these themes that are mirrored in other tracks so it talks about I want to hear your story and be a part of it um, and ends with who would I be without you without them and there's a lot of themes within the album about identity and who you are and who you are to other people so I felt that the opening track set up the album thematically really well it is also just really gorgeous with the vocals because their harmonies work so lovely so beautifully together and it feels very vulnerable as a track which I think also is very indicative of the album as a whole this was the kind of one where I felt I felt like it really worked that there wasn't a huge production behind it because it has that kind of folk element and it is really quite striking so this is one of the tracks where I'm like no that was really good I liked that it was stripped back like that there were just kind of later tracks where I thought oh it doesn't it kind of just feels a bit unfinished whereas within that this track I felt like it was a really deliberate choice for them to do that and it's paid off really well I thought it was really bold to have this as the first track um, yeah, everything was stripped back. It wasn't like it didn't really try to grab you in in like a very deliberate way. It was just like these are all the vocals that we're gonna have in this album, and here's them overlapping and yeah, just harmonizing and sounding lovely. Um, I really enjoyed this track, and I I don't really think that I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but I don't think the rest of the tracks actually that sort of harmonizing like the acapella sort of thing um in the rest of the album but i loved it but i, th I think if it was repeated it would have sound repetitive because it does mm. feel like it's unique idea um but yeah it was it was a lovely entry point into the album even though it was quite bold i um yeah it was it was a good song i agree with james it was a, an interesting choice for an opener um i do think uh that it was there was one other track i liked more than this one which was also quite minimal but i don't think fitted on the album as well so well, i think this was a really good track but i do think it was uh it it worked with the album like you both said with the sort of the acapella and the harmonies that that was effective and they used it well on it because it was quite minimal in the music but they managed to pull it all together and it was kind of you felt like it was worth having all three of them together for it because um, one or two of the other tracks where it was sort of solo, I liked the songs maybe more just as a personal taste, but you felt like they could have just been on solo albums. Uh, what I liked about that one was they kind of utilised each other, which made it, I think, a good opening track, just a good track for the album, to be fair. Yeah, I think it was, it was almost kind of then let down by the album Closer for me, because I felt like the album Closer just didn't quite hit in the same way as the opener did, because... Yeah, like you've both said, this was a really bold choice for an opener and it showcases the harmonies really well and it was just like a really interesting track and I really enjoyed it. And then the album Closer, 
I did still enjoy. I thought it was still like a good song. I just didn't really like it as the closer. I didn't think it kind of ended on a strong enough point. And that's not to say like I wanted it to end on a really strong like rock percussive moment or anything like that. I think it could have ended in a, in a myriad of different ways depending on like what influence they wanted to kind of leave out on. But it just felt a bit like Blair, which is I not, think the last like... the last song just seemed to um, rely on the fact that it referenced their first album a little bit. Yeah, it it didn't feel like a strong enough closer for a full length album as well. Especially you know this not being their EP, this is like their first full album, and it just kind of felt a bit like disappointing in that way. I kind of wanted something a bit more exciting. I think there are there's a slight bit at the end where you get a little bit of texture coming in um when they kind of harmonize on the lyric but i am waiting and you get a bit of texture texture coming in then which i thought was really interesting but you only get like a very little glimpse of it and i wanted more of that because i was like oh that would have been really interesting to kind of explore what you were doing there and how you were layering the production was that when they were hinting back to me and my dog i think so when the right at the end yeah possibly it was yeah um but i just kind of felt like the track overall like as a whole i was just kind of like oh like i think like i still enjoyed it as a track but for me it didn't make sense in its placement within the album i think i'd have liked it more if it had sat somewhere in the middle mm. um because there were still some lyrics within it that i thought were really really lovely and i liked how it kind of talked about um mentions like you don't know me which is a real contrast to a lot of the lyrics on the album which talk about how when you're in a relationship with someone or if you're really close friends with someone you know them really well almost perhaps better than they know themselves and this is a complete contrast to that saying like you don't know me actually and then that's that kind of desperate cry of like i want to be happy and i thought that was really good but just as a track i was like why have you put this at the end like like the album finished and i was kind of just like oh okay yeah, it felt like a bit of a weird one to end on, I guess. I did enjoy it though. Um and I don't I wouldn't I don't think I would say I prefer it or prefer it less than other tracks on the album. But yeah, it didn't feel like a closer that I would have wanted. I think that first track as the last track would have worked well as well. I know I said it was a bold choice put it first and it worked, but uh, maybe a similar thing for the last track might have worked as well. Um but I did like the lyric about you think you're a good person just because you won't punch me in the stomach. Um, I thought that was quite quite funny, but quite real. And I think there's people mm-hmm. out there like just because you don't do a bad thing doesn't mean you're a good person. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I like that. And it, it really, I mean, it, it goes for a lot of lyrics on this album. Just like this one line really has an impact. Yeah, there were loads of lyrics on this album that I jotted down um, because I love lyrics anyway. But yeah, there were loads like that where I was like, oh, that's it's just class because it's it says a lot within what it's saying. Um, But it's also something that feels quite arresting when you hear it and you're like, oh, no way. Um, There's also like lyrically, I think, is it Leonard Cohen? I think. Um, Yeah, the track Leonard Cohen. I really enjoyed lyrically 
because it has some really like beautiful bits like it has near the start it has um you said I might like you less now that you know me so well which I thought was just gutting to hear like the idea that the more someone gets to know you the more they actually don't like you which kind of goes against like everything you think about when you think about love and friendship and things like that and it's that what's that quote about like the mortifying ordeal of being known or something there's some quote like that where it's like when you kind of submit yourself to love in whatever form you're putting yourself out there you're becoming vulnerable because you're letting someone see the real you and this kind of like ticks those insecurities of like yeah they see the real you and uh, they don't like it which is just like horrifying um but then later in the track it quotes leonard cohen i think uh it's his quote something like um there's a crack in everything that's how the light gets in which is just like a beautiful line in and of itself um but then it follows it with i'm not an old man having an an existential crisis at a buddhist monastery writing horny poetry but i agree and i just really loved that lyric because it just it reminded me of like a lot i think particularly because i studied english lit at uni it reminded me a lot of like people in english lit seminars who thought that they were really doing something and they weren't um but then it kind of comes back with this kind of really amusing thing of like yeah you don't have to like be that deep about it you don't be have to be having an existential crisis you can just like appreciate and agree with these lines and I just thought that was really fun I liked how they did that in a lot of the tracks kind of that combination of something really beautiful and really heart-wrenching and then something that was just quite funny I um I preferred Leonard Cohen to Without You Without Them I thought it was a better track, although it was the one that I thought could have just been on a solo album, uh, which didn't take away from it because it was still really well done. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was one of my favourite tracks on the album, I'd say. Um, I uh, yeah, it's, I I don't know whether I preferred those sorts of tracks, the ones where they almost just it focused purely on the lyrics, or whether I preferred the ones where they put more music in. Even though I wish they'd done that a little bit more. I still wonder whether I'm wrong when I listen to songs like that because it was it was really well done even though it was very simple in some ways. Um, it sort of it took a risk by riding on the lyrics, but it managed to pull it off to an extent. Um, so yeah, I, I did. I thought it was a good track. Yeah, for me, this track was all about the lyrics. It, especially like, it has this story of them driving driving down a route somewhere and the. Um, the narrator, I guess, knows that their partner um, is going the wrong way, but they don't tell them because they're having like such a great chat and they're really opening up to each other. And I just really enjoyed that idea and how how it unfolds and you're just listening to this story and listening to those messages about opening up to people and them not quite liking you and then the Leonard Cohen lyric. And, and yeah, it just felt so personal. But so personal, you could relate to it as well. It, yeah, it was a lovely, lovely track, lovely set of lyrics. Yeah, I thought this one was, it was, it was a really strong one to rely on the lyrics like that. That being said, I did then enjoy that it went into Satanist, the following track, where you get this immediate guitar coming in, and I was like, oh, that's nice because I was kind of 
yeah, I was kind of missing having more of that element um, of like that rock instrumental piece. Those were just a bunch of words, but yeah, I liked that. Um, and I really liked in Satanist, you kind of get that, you get that really nice rock percussion, which I really enjoy and I think works really well with all of their vocals and their lyrics. I think it contrasts really nicely. You also got near the end of Satanist, you got what sounded like them like screaming as like backing vocals or backing sounds, which I just quite enjoyed as like another textural element to the track, which I thought was really cool and really fun. And I, yeah, I liked this track, I think because it offered something different sonically than like yet another track of, oh, we'll listen to what are admittedly beautiful vocals and really well-written lyrics. But I liked having something a bit new within the album. I was like, oh yeah, no, this is fun. Um, which I thought you also got on like a couple of other tracks, but it was that kind of thing where I was like, oh, I wish they'd kind of picked up on more of those things or kind of experimented more with instruments and seeing how that could interplay with the vocals more. Yeah, for me, the, I, I did enjoy that slightly heavier tone. Um, and it it kind of reminds me of what Phoebe Bridges could sometimes bring with her music and what I kind of missed from this album, I guess. Um, but saying that, I really I really enjoyed the guitar tune, the strumming tune. Um, That's really cool. And the transition into the slower part at the end, even though I didn't want too many slower parts, but it, it did it really well. And it really kind of settles you into the into the song and yeah it was nice yeah, i liked the guitar in the bridge i thought that was quite good i thought the entire track sounded a bit more like not classically indie but sort of yeah what's a lot of their mm. sort of music and that sort of indie the past few years has sounded like not that it wasn't original but it had that it was a slightly stronger sound almost it wasn't necessarily completely experimental but it worked well and i think it was uh that was more what i'd expect from the three of them working together on an album um, there was some nice change of pace in the album. Don't get me wrong, but it was, um, it, yeah, it was quite any, it was quite an easy one to sort of listen to straight off the bat, and you could almost instinctively know it was them. Um, and yeah, I think it went well with the three of them doing it. To be fair, yeah, I agree. It was definitely one that you could feel kind of all of their influences on. Whereas I did want to talk about the lead singles as well because I think they were all. Like it was very clear if you've listened to any of their solo work, who was behind each lead single. Like it was very mm. much within their style, um, which I thought was interesting for a collaborative album. I liked all of the tracks, but that's because I like them all as solo artists. Um, and I kind of just wanted, I think from this album, I wanted it to be more collaborative. So the lead singles, I was like, oh, I get why you've done this. You've done this so that you can tap into all of their audiences and bring them to this project. But for me, I was kind of like, each of the lead singles feels like it could just be a bonus track on each of their solo like albums, rather than it being like a distinctly boy genius track. Um, so there were, yeah, it, I, I guess I just kind of wanted something a little bit more exciting um but the tracks were really really beautiful um emily i'm yours which was led by phoebe bridges and is very distinctly phoebe bridges it was giving me like huge punisher vibes 
is just like a really beautiful track um it's got that kind of intimate vocals and that kind of gentle guitar in the background with and what i enjoyed is like they did bring in those harmonies which i thought was really nice but i kind of wanted more of it i wanted more of that collaborative thing rather than it feeling like oh this is a phoebe bridges song featuring them if that makes sense um but it was really gorgeous and some of the lyrics why well, i wrote down like a bunch of the lyrics including i'm 27 and i don't know who i am which i just thought yeah that kind of sums it up to be honest like that sums up pretty much the whole album <laughs> really like this kind of quest for like figuring out who the hell you are um within yourself and also who you are to other people but yeah I just kind of I felt the lead singles were I understood the choice I just didn't agree with it <laughs> and I also <laughs> thought it was a really interesting thing to have like this opening track which we've all kind of discussed which was so bold and interesting and then follow it up with three tracks in a row distinctly in each member's style I just thought I don't know I just kind of was a bit confused by how they'd done that hmm I liked Emily I'm sorry I I really enjoyed that the tone of the acoustic guitar it was very like very mellow very soft and it, it yeah it didn't have those high higher frequencies um too much which actually made it nice um and the little secondary guitar tune that comes in the second verse as well yeah it was very it's just very lovely i don't know what else to say it was nice yeah it was um it was a good track but i think sort of yeah the three of them each being done individually it was a nice idea but then it does i guess maybe it's hard to say it's a criticism of the album but there's some of it that it's almost like they were going for a lot of different things at once. So every album has songs that sound different, obviously, and songs with slightly different styles. But you've got some songs that are very minimal, almost folk-like, and then you've got some that were heavier. You've got some songs where they all collaborated, and it was obvious they were all trying to be equal on the track. And then you've got some that was almost exclusively each of them. I wonder whether they went for too many different things at once. Uh, so each individual song is good. There's not really a bad song on the album, but it almost comes across as altogether all a little bit disjointed. I think each of those tracks individually coming in a row sort of showcases that. Like, they're still good songs, but I just wonder whether, again, it's the sort of thing where if they'd each release them individually as just singles, it well, whether it'd be easier to sort of appreciate them. But then maybe that's not a problem with the album. Maybe that's just as the listener were doing that. Um, but I did like the song. I thought it was a really nice song. Yeah, I think it would be really interesting if you were completely new to all of them and then mm. listened to this album. I'd be really interested to know how someone would then kind of take this album. Because to me, it feels like there are kind of three distinctive styles within it. But yeah, those styles aren't like massively dissimilar. It's not like they're coming from completely left field. But I think, yeah, it would be interesting to know if people were coming at it completely new how they would then interpret particularly this album structure with the tracks um because yeah you get that opener you then get those three lead singles and then you go into track five cool about it which to me i was like oh this sounds like a simon and garfunkel song and i was like what? oh. <laughs> like, what's going on <laughs> and again i liked it i really enjoyed it as a track um it had really strong folk vibes it's got that kind of 
plucking guitar. It's got, again, really beautiful lyrics. One of the ones that I wrote, which I really enjoyed, was once I took your medication to know what it's like and now I have to act like I can't read your mind. I really loved that lyric. I thought it was a really interesting take on trying to get inside someone's head or understand where they're coming from. But yeah, just kind of as a track, I was like, why have we suddenly gone to Simon and Garfunkel? Like, what's going on? And I think as an album, like the tracks, it's not like they're wildly different to each other. And thematically and lyrically, I think there are a lot of links across tracks. But I think it was just sonically, I was like, it feels like they couldn't settle on one thing. So they just thought, we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll do this. Without actually thinking about how they could really lean into different genres or like pick one and really run with it it just kind of felt a bit jarring the whole thing Hmm. i thought it was an interesting one actually because we were just talking about the three singles that each one of them were uh taking the lead on i felt that this track all about it like kind of combined that like they were taking turns to sing Kind of like those singles were doing, but in one song. Um, but sonically, I thought it was really a calming track. And I thought the vocals were solid. Um, but I just don't think they combined their styles and voices enough at this point. Yeah, I thought it was it was a nice track to then go into track six not strong enough I thought there was a nice kind of transition there from this kind of more folk style into what felt much more I guess comfortable territory for them with that kind of indie rock vibe I really liked not strong enough for me it was one of the standouts on the album because it ticked like a lot of the things that I really enjoyed with that kind of more rock leaning and particularly towards the end of the track where it has the lyric always an angel never a god repeated over and over and it's it kind of gradually gets more layers and harmonies the whole thing just builds and it that's what I wanted more of that kind of exciting thing where you had this track that kind of started as quite a I guess like classic indie rock pop song and then became something more exciting and yeah the lyric always an angel never a god that building and then coming in with the lyric I think I'm having revelations I was just kind of making links with like revelations with which is like the bible it's not in the bible it is the bible yeah it's a book in the bible it's but it's not included in every bible is it it's the last it's one of those weird ones I think it's the last it's one of those weird ones but it's one where they talk about like the end of the world and that Um, the end times (laughs) So I just, I liked that kind of link to Always an Angel, Never a God. And then also the very final lyric of the song, um, talking about going home alone and what that like concept of home is and things like that. So I thought like this for me was a really standout track and I really enjoyed that I got, I still got that kind of lyrical punch, but there was something interesting happening sonically as well. I thought it sounded a bit like a, a little bit like they could have had Taylor Swift on it. It sounded a bit like her, some of her newer stuff. Well, not quite like her newer stuff. Almost a bit like her older stuff if it had been indie. Sort of a mix of her older new stuff. Um, I thought it was a good song. I did quite like that one. Um, 
it yeah I think it, it stood out for me it wasn't my favorite but it did stand out for me as well I think it did a lot of things well and I agree with Al I think the lyrics were um I think yeah they were interesting lyrics they were sort of they still had the same sort of sound to them but there was something slightly different about them um I I, I enjoyed the track for one one for me one lyric that stood out to me which wasn't as like deep or yeah, meaningful as other lyrics on the album but still it still got pricked my ears up was not strong enough to be your man I lied I am just lowering your ex- lowering your expectations I just thought it was funny just yeah, like that was a really yeah funny. I lied <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to go back to True Blue and mention one of the lyrics there um, that did feel meaningful to me. It was, um, I can't hide from you like I can hide from myself. I just felt like that was impactful, just the idea of, like, I can easily hide from myself even though I am myself and I can never escape myself, but I can't hide from you because you're always there with me. You're always you know who I truly am. And I think that kind of goes back to the lyrics we were speaking about um, earlier. I think Leonard Cohen about, yeah, just really knowing the person that you're in love with or your partner or you're falling in love with. Um, And it, it kind of felt like it was really telling you that relationships aren't like being a fairy tale. It's just about honesty and just showing people your true self um so yeah I, I really enjoyed that about that track yeah I thought it was yeah again that that lyric really stood out to me I thought it was a really beautiful lyric and again like you said James just kind of captures a lot of what I think the album is trying to say I also really enjoyed on that kind of like similar note the track uh what one is it track 10 we're in love which I looked up and uh, apparently it was written. I think Lucy wrote it about Phoebe and Julian, which when oh. I then like re-listened to it, knowing that I was like, oh my God, I'm going to cry. Because <laughs> it's just like a really, really beautiful expression of friendship and the idea of like knowing your friends so well and them knowing even like the parts of you that you think are awful and they're still going to love you anyway. And for me, it kind of echoes Trubly, which I guess would make sense, cause both written by Lucy, where it in Trubly you get the idea of, um, I can't hide from you, like I can hide from myself. And then in We're in Love, you get the lyric, there's something about you I will always recognise. And I was just like, oh my God, it's kind of like the two viewpoints of it, of kind of saying like, when you're that close with another person, they know you almost better than you know yourself. And that's something that they're never going to lose. There's always going to be a part of you that they will always recognise. Um, and I think within We're In Love, that kind of really comes to the forefront. And it's just a really gorgeous track. It feels very confessional. Again, it's very, very stripped back. But this is one of the tracks where I felt like it benefited from that because the lyrics are so poignant that you do want to kind of give them the space to really sit so that you can absorb them um, and get emotional if you're like me. Um, 
because it is it is just like really lovely and it's got like there are loads that I basically wrote down the whole song because I loved all of the lyrics but it's got uh so things like will you still love me if it turns out I'm insane I know what you'll say but it helps to hear you say it anyway so that kind of idea of like you seeking validation from your loved ones even though like they know you well enough to know that they're gonna love you anyway and you know them well enough to know that <laughs> I feel like I've just said no a lot but it it's that idea of them kind of knowing you so completely and you knowing them so completely but still kind of seeking that validation and they're still going to give it to you anyway and that kind of really beautiful I guess reciprocity you get with people you love um and then it kind of goes into a more sadder tone where it talks about um oh if we ever like parted or things like that like I'll go and sing karaoke and sing the song you wrote about me and then almost immediately switches and says like oh damn that makes me sad it doesn't have to be like that so it kind of takes the idea of like oh if we're ever apart if we ever fall out of each other's lives it's going to be heartbreaking and awful and things like that and it kind of takes that idea and says like yeah like it will be sad but it doesn't have to be like that it can actually you can spin it and still you know be apart from that person but that doesn't mean that connection is ever fully gone which, yeah, I just really enjoyed because I thought it was it would have been really easy for them to go down that kind of quite cliched route of like, oh my God, we're apart now, so my life is over. Let me just cry into my glass of wine for eternity. And it's like, no, they don't do that. They say, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. And it says, um, if you rewrite your life, may I still play a part in the next one? Will you find me? And I thought that was really lovely, that kind of idea of like, you can still reinvent yourself, you can still become a new person, but that doesn't mean you have to cut ties with everything and the people that were in your life before. It was quite colloquial almost in the sort of way it was like almost not a discussion between friends, but yeah, it almost played hypotheticals off, which was, I guess, refreshing to hear in a song. It was still poetic, but it, um, it was almost familiar in some respects. For me, I thought it was quite, even though it was quite poignant at times, it felt quite comforting and yeah. i think that was supported by the like almost like lullaby sound to it i thought it sounded a bit like a lullaby and the singing was beautiful as well so it was kind of like really showing that love from friends and showing that they'll always be there in each other's hearts which i thought was lovely yeah i think that's also part of it that I really enjoyed across the album is that they're very clearly talking about relationships across the whole album but they're not only talking about romantic ones they do talk about platonic ones and they talk about friendship and I really liked how they gave the same weight to those different types of relationships rather than kind of like ranking you know like romantic ones above the other or things like that um I really enjoyed that kind of take on it as well because I think that's something which you know, you get the kind of classic love song is the love song to your romantic partner or who you want to be a romantic partner or something like that. Whereas this, you get love songs like this track, for example, is titled We're in Love and it's about friends. And I just really liked that. I thought that was a really lovely kind of appreciation of the importance of friendships as very key relationships in your life. Um, and the idea of kind of knowing a person and all of that you know, being not only limited to 
romantic relationships but also your friends because like your friends obviously know you and a lot of your friendships will actually be some of the longest relationships you'll ever have so of course they're going to know you terrifyingly well (laughs) um and so I really enjoyed that on this album they kind of embrace all of those different relationships and talk about how they can mean just as much as like a romantic one just trying to see if I wrote down anything else insightful but I didn't I just wrote for track two twenty dollars I just wrote the lyric in another life we were arsonists and then just put yeah that's nice <laughs> so that was that was my analysis of that I just thought it was a fun lyric <laughs> oh, I liked twenty dollars so it was good I mean um it was um it was my favorite of those three tracks that came on I'd say um I don't really have a huge amount to say, but yeah, of those three, it was one of my favourite where it was just one of them singing. Um, aside from Antichrist, which was my favourite track on the album. And again, it was one that could have just... I know, I'd say actually, no, that one, even though it was one of them singing, I'd say it was one where it was necessary for all three of them to be a part of it. It, I think it, it, sound, it, it fitted in with the album, despite the fact that it was just one of them on the lead vocals. And I love the drum part in the chorus. Um but yeah, twenty dollars was the one which I, uh, yeah, it was. I thought it was. It was another good track. It was my favourite of those three on the sort of joint slash separate single. Yeah, I also really liked Anticast for that percussion bit as well. Um, I thought it was really fun. I think you get that in twenty dollars as well. That kind of strong mm. drum coming through, and it's just yeah, it's just class. Um, Anticast as well. I feel like was also one of my favourites. Again, it's just got really stunning lyrics. It had what I think is a reference to Joan Didion. I'm going to say think because I don't know for sure and I don't want to sound super pretentious and stupid if I'm wrong. Um, But I liked that. I love a bit of intertextuality. (laughs) Um, But I also really liked the lyric uh, about unpacking God in the suburbs and that idea of confronting queerness when you're raised religious and all of that kind of stuff and confronting your identity when you're raised in a religious uh culture and things like that I'm always a sucker for those kind of lyrics (laughs) and exploration um and I really liked that lyric because it's then in a song called Anti-Curse and for me it contrasts with one of Lucy's songs which I have completely forgotten the name of but has the lyric um, about uh, like being queer and young and growing up and being so afraid of an idea of God that is homophobic, essentially, that you think you're cursed. Um, I think the lyric is something like you said that we're cursed. I can't remember exactly, but I liked how that is then contrasted in this track of like unpacking God and thinking actually no this is an anti-curse and then the final lyric of the song of like it's a blessing could be a blessing and the idea of that kind of like journey of thinking that you're cursed like your identity and who you are is cursed but actually when it comes to unpack it and the more you grow into yourself the more you realize that it's not a curse at all which I just thought was nice it was just nice yeah it was more um it had a slightly more positive, like contemplative moment because her, her second album, which of all three of them is my favourite, 
of any of the albums they've done. Julian Baker's second album was a lot of sort of similar sort of lyrics and themes, but was a lot more, I guess, negative, really. It was a lot more depressing. It was a brilliant album, but um, this was sort of like, had similar lyrical themes, but was a lot more, not quite positive, but yeah, more upbeat almost, sounded more upbeat. Any other thoughts on the album? No, not enough to jot it down. No, it was, um, overall I did enjoy it. I just, I can't quite put my finger on what it is about it that was slightly, um, not even disappointing because it all sounded good. I just, I just wonder whether, I don't know, whether some of it be, it, whether it's better as just like a collaboration rather than trying to release a full album, like a smaller EP with them all mm -hmm. releasing joint songs and then them releasing the singles separately might have worked better. That's not really a musical criticism. It's more of a, I guess, production decision. Observation. Yeah, observation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's, I really like the work they do together. And I do really like this album. I like this record. I think it, it's partly on me, like the expectations I had coming into a full length album from Boy Genius. I was kind of wanting something a bit different. Whereas like it does feel very much like a product of the three of them in a recording studio just collaborating, which it is. And I do enjoy that. But yeah, I think I'd agree. It kind of feels more like an EP kind of project rather than like a full length album where I think the onus is then on it becoming its own thing um, and Boy Genius becoming almost like a separate entity. Whereas this feels very much like a Julian, Phoebe, Lucy thing rather than a Boy mm. Genius album. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a great Wh way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is good because I love all of them. So I love the record because I love all of their solo work, but it doesn't feel like it should be Boy Genius quote unquote. Yeah, I agree. Okay, should we move on to the rankings? Joe, unfortunately, you don't get a say. That's fine. Um, you can try and sway us, but I'd imagine you won't have listened. To, I mean, if you have listened to all of the albums you've listened to, fair play. I but may have listened to one or two. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, so currently, album rankings currently stand at number 11. Ryuichi Sakamoto with 12. 10, we've got Fireworks with Higher Lonely Power. Number 9, Eric Hall, Canto Ostinato. Number 8, KNV with Wow. Number 7, Complete Mountain Almanacs, self-titled. Number 6, Baby Metal, The Other One. Number 5, Gorillas, Cracker Island. Number 4, Pile, All Fiction. Number 3, Kalela, Raven. Number two, Young Fathers with Heavy Heavy. And at number one, White Reaper with Asking for a Ride. James, throwing you under the bus, where would you rank no. this one? Don't ask me. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, like everyone's mentioned already, I think I wanted a little bit more from this album. I wanted more excitement. And I think there's a good bunch of albums that we've already reviewed that had more excitement and ones that I want to revisit more than this one. I have a, I have a feeling that Will will want to put it higher than what I'm about to say. 
Um, <laughs> but for me, it's I enjoyed uh, Canto Ostinato more, so I put it at number ten. <gasps> James, that's so low. Oh my god. Okay, well, I completely disagree because okay. I just, <laughs> I thing is, I'm partially swayed just because I love them all as solo artists. So I was always going to enjoy a lot of the tracks because I was like, oh, I'm just getting bonus tracks from them. And I'm trying not to let that sway my decision on the album as a whole, but like it is. <laughs> to be, to so be think... fair, I've, I've seen reviews online and they've said it's really good. So it probably... They probably agree with you more rather than me, but I'm just being honest. <laughs> Look, I can't help being more right than you. Yeah, that's just okay, how, that's fair enough. <laughs> that's just how it's fallen. <laughs> I think for me, I would... Oh, this feels dangerous, but I think I'm just going to be swayed so much by how much I like them. I would put it probably at much higher, so maybe around five or six. Okay, I was thinking you are going to put it higher than that. Okay, well, you should. I should. I think you, should, you, you would, should move it higher. To. You should move your opinion higher. Joe, have you listened to any of these albums? Uh, I've listened to the Gorillas one and none of the rest. What did you uh, think of Gorillas? I thought it was better than this one. I enjoyed it. I would have ranked the Gorillas album above this one. Well, we'll do this a little bit differently. I mean, it's going to be kind of in the middle in, in, anyway, but. I think we can agree on a number together. <laughs> and I would be happy to put it at like number seven. Okay. I'll I'll compromise there. That fe- that feels fair. Okay. Okay, so Boy Genius, the record goes in at number seven. On to upcoming releases. Coming up, we've got Metallica with seventy two seasons. Yeah, it's Metallica, so I think we're all yeah. pretty safe Everyone bet on what that's going to be. Metallica is. <laughs> be rogue if Metallica came out with like a folk album. But, you know, <laughs> listen to 72 Seasons to find out. Um, oh, yeah. Dishwasher coming out with Dishwasher. Are those bits of punctuation within it? They're, they're supposed to be it's dishwasher underscore. I guess they're just called dishwasher, but there is an underscore at the end. Okay. Yeah, they're a new wave jazz. I think I think they're Dutch. Um, but yeah, they seem pretty okay. cool. Pretty cool. Too cool for me because I couldn't read it properly. Then we have my tadpole legion with squid pisser, which is punk. I'm just taking that in. I think that's a really fun collection of words. <laughs> yep. So that's cool. Um, and then we've got Yeji with With a Hammer. Okay, that's it for the show this week. If you want to get in touch with us, you can tweet us at Unmuted Weekly or email us at unmutedunmastered at gmail.com. I can now reveal that the album for next week is Yeji with a Hammer 